to a new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm your host, Jordan, and standing in my corner here at six foot three is Daniel, not the Jet Rodriguez. I'm <laughs> 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 not cutting any of this. Uh, well, we cut a little bit. Um, what am I supposed to say? Hello, hello, I think, because usually you're... Oh, right. hello, hello. <laughs> okay, <so> hello. <laughs> Alright, so today we'll be talking the new movie, Creed 2, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's get ready to review! Cheers! Cheers! Well, before we get into movie news here, let's talk about what we're drinking first. This week was Daniel's week to bring something. Daniel, what did you bring for show and tell? All right. Well, uh, I picked up some Jube Ale, which is a festive winter ale. At least that's what it says on the bottle. But it's by Deschutes Brewery, which is, uh, I think, located in in Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Yep. So it's pretty local to us. And I knew that my co-host here loved it. So I once I saw it on the shelves, I just decided to bring it for this week's beer of the week. Yes. Well, thanks for bringing it. Yeah, it's a tasty one. It's one of my favorite of the winter ales for sure. I always look forward to having it every year. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into some movie news. Take it away, Daniel. All right. So this week for movie news got a few things first on the first on my list is a new hellboy image dropped i think it was today might have been yesterday showing uh the david harbour from stranger things fame in i think this is the second photo of him in the hellboy costume that they've released and it gives you a little bit like an like an action shot of him like running down a hallway you know i was just i mean it looks cool i know that they're using a bodysuit i don't know if they might be cleaning it up a little bit with cgi in post-production for the movie but you know it looks cool it looks like a sweet hellboy um i think ron perlman would be proud and guillermo del toro as well the thing that kind of looks a little bit different that i noticed was that his arm at least in the first one definitely looks like it's made out of stone or just like some sort of mineral the look it kind of like is it looks a little shinier in uh in the photo that they just released it almost looks like it's made out of metal instead of stone but i could just be the lighting in that particular shot it might look different in other shots too but that's just what came across to me but it still looks sweet yeah no i'm really hoping they drop a trailer for this soon i'm I'm looking forward to this one i think of all the superhero related films next year other than avengers 4 i'm really looking forward to this one same yeah i i'm just so surprised they haven't dropped a trailer because i don't know there's so much hype behind this and i'm excited and yeah david harbour excellent choice yeah, I think so too. I'm, I don't, I'm just, I'm just excited. It kind of sucks that we've only gotten like little trickled information, and very little has come out about this movie. 
So it just kind of adds the excitement that I don't know a lot and I need to, I need more, <laughs> essentially. And speaking like in little teasers, our next piece of movie news is that in an interview with Tim Allen about Toy Story 4, they revealed that Keanu Reeves is confirmed to be a toy in the movie. Mm. Was that on Jimmy Fallon the other night? I saw that. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, I think it was. And I am just, I thought that was a fun little piece because I'm like, I just think that if he comes up, I feel like they'll play it up. Like, I feel like he'd be like an action figure, like kind of resembling his John Wick character because I think that's just the most popular role he's had in years. So that would be easily recognizable. Yeah, some kind of cross between John Wick and Neo. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they would put him as like an action figure instead of like a stuffed animal because I don't really they don't really have a lot of action figures no I really hope they bring back uh Michael Keaton as Ken in this one Ken doll like that was just hilarious him and Barbie yeah I know I forgot that that was Michael Keaton but is that the third one they introduced him when they meet that's the third one right yeah that is the third yeah. one I don't know so I just thought it was great that Keanu Reeves is confirmed to be a toy in the movie probably a very small role but I'm excited that I'm just excited what they're gonna make him into my guess is action figure of something resembling john wick but who knows and then uh the last bit of movie news is kind of more of i read this something that they posted on cinema blend about they talked about angels with filthy souls which if you didn't know is the movie inside of a movie, which is the movie inside of Home Alone that he watches. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Exactly. And I was reading something about that that was published, I think, uh, today or yesterday on Cinema Blend again, that um, they were talking with like the director of photography, and I guess they mentioned a few things that he, I guess they had filmed all of those like that whole little short movie that they made in a day and they did it on the very last day of post-production for the movie and i just thought that was kind of cool and there's they mentioned a couple other things that you know you don't really think about like um i guess the movie like the angles were kind of shot to like reflect a child's point of view so there's a little bit like from the ground up which i'd never noticed before so i I just read that and i thought that was just kind of funny just a few little tidbits still coming out about a movie movie made 20 years ago mm, actually 28 long, years ago this came out in 1990 oh my god i was like oh. seven i think at the time and you were non-existent okay so oh yeah i just oh, turned wow. seven when that came out it was like it was like thanksgiving weekend 1990 oh my gosh that was like yeah wow that's a lot longer <laughs> it's been 28 years that home alone's been in our lives for the better of course yeah all right, any good trailers come out this week? Oh, yeah, and that is our last bit of movie news is, in case you haven't seen it, pause the episode, go watch it, because the new trailer for the Disney live-action but still animated <laughs> Lion King movie dropped on Thanksgiving during a football game. I don't know what it was. I wasn't paying attention, but... <laughs> You know, and I thought, you know, Jordan, I'll tell you, when <laughs> I, I was just sitting down with uh, my girlfriend's family for Thanksgiving, and, you know, they're watching the football game. I don't really follow sports, so I'm just not really paying much attention. And then she's, uh, my girlfriend turned to try and say something to me, then I look over the TV, then I'm like, whoa, 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 like, shut up for a sec. And I'm like, we need to turn this up, you need to stop talking for a sec, because I'm pretty sure this is the first time ever this has actually been released, because they were playing the trailer for Lion King. I'm like, I don't think this is, that they've revealed this yet. <laughs> so, so I I politely 
okay, not so politely, but still in a nice-ish way, told her to be quiet for for about a minute. Baby, so shut I, up! So I could see this. Lion King, come on! And you know what? It, it was pretty sweet. Uh, James Earl Jones still bringing the Mufasa voice, which is still incredible. It gives you chills. And you know what? I'm just kind of, I'm still excited for this movie. I haven't been excited for any of the live action movies to this point, but I am excited to see this because it just kind of looks, if nothing else, it'll be a great spectacle. I'm hoping they kind of like put like a new spin on classic Lion King instead of just remaking it shot for shot, but I think it'll still be entertaining. Yeah, no, that was definitely a fun teaser for sure. Like really well put together trailer. And like you, I too remember where I was the day the Lion King trailer dropped as about to go shave and I decided to pull up something on YouTube because I had to have some entertainment in the background while I shaved and all of a sudden I saw at the top of the list Lion King 2 trailer so I immediately ran downstairs I turned on our TV downstairs that has the surround sound and everything I hooked up to Chromecast and then I, I was like everybody come gather around all my roommates like come look come look and so we all sat and watched it together and yeah the second you hear Mufasa's voice um goosebumps and not to mention the song too when the song kicks in oh my gosh just amazing i just yeah it looks again it's just a walk up trailer and it just looks good yeah and if they made simba baby simba look even cuter than he does in the animation <laughs> so yeah looking forward to this one yeah you know i think now that we've seen the teaser trailers for all of them you got dumbo aladdin and lion king i think i'm looking forward to lion king the most of them then probably Aladdin, then probably Dumbo. Dumbo's just sad, you know? That's just a sad, sad movie. It's like, But it, hopefully they're all good. That's what I'm hoping for. Hopefully all three of them are solid. It's going to be a big year for Disney next year between Marvel and, you know, these classics brought to life. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, I'm excited for Aladdin too, but, you know, that Lion King trailer really got me hyped up. I wasn't too excited until that, but, you know, I, I am excited now, and I'm sure that'll be one of the staples we'll be reviewing next year. Yeah, I think we talked about this on the show before. No, trailer did not get me hyped up. So before Creed 2, I saw the trailer once again for that Dark Phoenix movie. And I don't know, just nothing for some reason gets me excited about it. Like, I feel like we've been here, seen it, and it's not excited. No, I'm not excited either. I mean, the last apocalypse didn't really do it for me. And at this point, they've kept delaying it and they delayed it some more. Oh. They just need to release the movie and let's get it over with. Let's see what right. they're going to do. Part of my feeling Marvel. is they didn't do a good job in the last stand with the Phoenix story. So maybe they'll be, this is our chance, but it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it's going to be exciting at all for whatever reason. It looks like we've just seen the same stuff we've seen before. Jean Grey going nuts as a child. I, I don't know. Just leading up to this, like, essentially inner demon that comes out of her. Like, she's supposed to go find the Phoenix in space. Am I right? Yeah. That's the way it is in the comics and I think the 90s TV show. But yeah, she, if, essentially, it's just this, like, demon building up within her that finally needs to be unleashed and I just I don't know I just no no at this point I'm, I'm so ready for them to hit the reset button with this franchise that I just wish this movie wasn't coming out you know and that kind of sucks because first class like got me back into X-Men like I was out after Last Stand and I think the Wolverine standalone movie like I was out after Last Stand and then I saw X-Men Origins which I hated so I was out and I even didn't even see this or I didn't even see First Class in theaters because I was just not interested, but I watched it later and I'm glad I did because I liked the younger cast. I like what they're doing with that. Apocalypse wasn't that good, so I hope that this is okay at least, but it, you know, I'm I'm also okay if they start hitting reset since that Disney now acquired Fox. Let's hope so. Hear that, Disney? All right, well, that's all I have for movie news, so let's get into our review for Creed 2. Hit it! Thank you. 
right, well, let's get into some Creed 2 here. I'm excited to talk about this one. I've been anticipating it all year, and it's finally here. So I'm kind of curious to hear Daniel's point of view from it first. As somebody who I don't... You said you hadn't seen the first one? I have not seen the first Creed movie, and okay. I still haven't. So someone that's never seen the first Creed movie... We've seen at least a couple Rocky movies, right? I've seen at least four to five of them. Okay, so you've seen a couple Rocky movies... Dency Creed 1. So just going in, I guess, blankly to Creed 2, give us your overall um, snippet review. Well, first thing is I kind of was kept relating it to Black Panther, which kind of makes sense. I know, uh, what's his name? Ryan Coogler? Yeah. Directed the first one. I know he didn't direct the second one, but I'm assuming he kind of like set up how things kind of work i guess like the music cues and stuff like set the president in the first one because it it's kind of cool because i've seen i've seen rocky movies you know they have a lot of a different they they have a much different music score so i thought it was kind of cool in this one i mean and i'm assuming in the first one too that they have a cool like hip-hop music score and you know i don't listen to a lot of hip-hop but it really worked for me and i really thought that was super cool which also uh he did or they did in uh, Black Panther, which makes a lot of sense. And I know Michael B. Jordan was also in that. And it was, I don't know, it just kind of, that's how I related it probably because I knew that the guy directed Creed 1 and Black Panther, but I could see the similarities in what he was doing with both of those. So I thought that was really cool. And you know, as somebody who's not a huge fan of Rocky, and not that I don't like the movies, I'm just not as, like I've seen them, or at least four or five of them, but you know, I'm not as high up on them. Like I can preach to them. They're, they're cool movies. It's just not something that I watched like consistently but you know i i really enjoyed this movie a lot and it is kind of cool how they made like a continuation of rocky movies by making it kind of like a legacy movie instead of just like a a sequel so i think that is really cool that that's how they went about doing these yeah i'd say for me going in so yeah like i said a little bit ago i was very excited for this i was pretty hooked trailer one i actually uh watched i kind of refused to watch trailer two i got about 30 seconds into it and i could kind of tell like most trailers do especially when you get to the second trailer they were just gonna start showing everything i just showing the whole movie in the trailer so i was like all right don't want to watch so i turned it off like 30 seconds in based off just the first teaser was pretty pretty good stuff and i got pretty excited for this movie yeah i like the whole i like the rocky series i've got them all on my shelf yeah i watched rocky one through six starting in june just like been just slowly all, like all through the summer just watching them i watched rocky one through six and then just uh, like a week before creed 2 came out i watched creed one again all those movies i would say for the most part pretty solid love the uh just all the characters i love rocky himself this one i don't know i i definitely enjoyed myself it was still a good story good continuation good continuation of creed one however there just felt like something was missing to me and I, i'm not sure what i don't know if it was i think it's more just things that ryan cooler cool can never pronounce his name cool coogler <laughs> there we go brought to the table i just something there was just something missing um without him there behind the uh um, camera this time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was still a very solid movie, I, I think, overall, but he just brought something that just wasn't in this one for whatever reason. Needless to say, still enjoyed myself. I, it was great seeing, you know, Michael B. Jordan and, you know, Tessa Thompson again. I liked, liked all of them. So, of course, Sylvester Stallone playing Rocky. It was kind of cool. You got to see um, Bianca's character kind of go off and do uh, her own thing a little more. So, you haven't seen the first one. She, you know, they meet living in the same apartment together. Is she kind of... Well, I mean, she was a supporting character in this. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the funny thing is beginning of this movie. I mean, is it a spoiler if I say that he proposes to Bianca? And, you know, like I know I, I've, I've missed a whole movie of character building, but I'm, 
I'm just like, you know, so I'm just sitting there just like, yeah, all right. I kind of wish I saw more of the relationship, but that's only because I haven't seen the first one. Yeah, they meet in the first one and <laughs> they say somewhere that the three years have passed. So they've been together for three years now. Okay. Yeah, because I remember watching them like, hey, this is the first time I'm meeting you guys. You're already getting married. I mean, come on, slow it down. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, all in all, which also that's something I can say that like this movie like I didn't feel like I was missing anything that I didn't I couldn't pick up on in the second movie. It doesn't I don't think you need to see the first one. Obviously it helps so you get to know how these characters relate to each other, but as far as somebody outside looking in, the second one, like I was able to pick up. I wasn't confused at all. I didn't feel like there's anything that I needed to know that wasn't in the movie. All right, yeah, no, I would definitely check out Creed 1 still, even if you haven't watched it. Yeah, sit over there on the shelf if you want to take it home with you. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I mean, it made me want to go back and watch the first one, because when the first one came out, I wasn't interested at all. Like, I'm like, I don't really, I didn't really care about a continuation of the Rocky story. You know, it's just not something I was... I, I was interested in at all, but I know that you still love them and you kept saying to me, you kept telling me to watch them. I just refused. But now that I've seen the second one, I want to go back and see the first one. Yeah, it's been, it's good. Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed the whole series. I'm a just, I'm a Rocky fan. I love the story. I think, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. It's good stuff. But yeah, so this one kind of brings together Creed 1 and I would say Rocky 4 because we uh, inter- get introduced to Drago Jr. So as we all know, you know, Drago is the man that fought um, Apollo. Apollo Creed in the ring and ended up killing him. Spoiler But hey, the movie's. 33 years old so you know he kills Adonis's father and now his son is looking to you know win a title I guess let's t- talk briefly how this opened up so this this uh, Creed 2 opens up Adonis has just won the uh, championship so he is now the worldwide champion um what was it Victor Drago is over in Russia just kicking everybody's butts winning tournaments he wants a shot at the title now too so they do they set it up like hey the son of the you know the guy that my father killed like let's go up against each other like that's gonna be you know the fight around the world they plan it out they fight Kree yeah. loses bad yeah which he definitely does you know and something I noticed um about that and they do make a point of it like they trump it up like there's they make a big showy announcement uh one thing i mean it's kind of a question for you jordan um because one thing that i kind of liked about uh this second movie and i don't know if they have anything like this in the first one but i mean like leading up to like the big fight at the end of the movie he uh they throw in like some hbo sports or like I think it was HBO Sports. It might have been ESPN, but they do like a little show, a little uh, interview that uh, Adonis is doing for HBO Sports. And, you know, he's talking about the fight coming up, like, you know, as you would do promotion. So I thought that was kind of cool. Added like, I don't know, it added a little layer of realism. Um, It would have been fine without, but I thought it was kind of cool because it just like, you know, makes it seem like this is actually a person in the real world that is about to go into a title fight. Yeah, I don't remember him getting interviewed in the first movie, but yeah, they definitely show like HBO and things like networks and everything. Yeah, that was pretty cool though. That I guess we gave our overall general thoughts. Drago's back in this one. His son is in this one. Uh, and I mean, this the kind of the story of this one is really like you know Donis Creed here. He's won the title. I guess he, he kind of he's having this internal struggle. Like, am I really the champ? Kind of thing. He's got this internal struggle going on. Yeah, no, I I actually like that a lot. I mean, 
he seems like a pretty humble character in the beginning he doesn't seem like cocky at all and like he does i know he says something to his mother that he's just like i won the title but i don't feel like the champion Mm -hmm. and she even tells him that his father felt the exact same way so i thought i thought that was very cool you know it's kind (laughs) of you know it's actually kind of weird that you need to see rocky 4 more than you need to see creed 1 to get what's going on in this movie yeah you kind of (laughs) do just the kind of the history and like what the struggle, you know, that that's what makes this kind of a big deal. Very interesting scene, Ivan Drago again. Yeah. I think one of my favorite scenes was when, so he and his son fly to Philadelphia to go seek out Rocky and Adonis and like, hey, we, you know, we want this fight to happen. Rocky just comes to his restaurant and there's Ivan just sitting there at a table. So they sit down, they have a little chat and that was, I enjoyed that scene quite a bit. First time they've seen each other in years. Yeah. Did, and I know I noticed that the restaurant's name was Adrian's. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that is that Justin Creed or does he have that restaurant in the Rocky movies? Uh, he we first see that movie in Rocky Balboa, which is Rocky Six. Okay, so I didn't I didn't see that. I basically I, after Adrian dies, like four years before the events of Rocky Six, so he names a restaurant after mm-hmm. it. One of those word. One of the not birth a restaurant. He opens a restaurant in her name. Okay, dedicates? Yeah. Okay. So he dedicates her to... Okay, I was just curious about that because I didn't remember him having an, a restaurant named Adrian. So, yeah, they you Adrian. see it in Rocky Balboa and Creed. And, yeah, still has it. The restaurant takes, you know, less... It's more out of the picture than this one. Yeah, you still see Rocky running it. It's kind of weird, like, so... Ivan Drago, I mean, I feel like he was way taller than Rocky and physically stronger. His son is still, like doesn't seem as tall as quite like for some reason like the victor drago against up against adonis doesn't seem as big of an unmatch as it looks when you know they're you know ivan and uh rocky go up head to head i don't know i just remember ivan just being this ginormous like force of nature like humongous force of nature yeah i mean well the 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 son, he still looks, he's huge. And Adonis, like, it's kind of funny because... I, I feel like he's shorter. He just has more girth to his body, I guess. Maybe, because I just remember, like, you know, like, watching Adonis train and stuff. And he looks, he almost, well, he is ripped. He's, Michael B. Jordan is ripped for this movie. And I'm just look, looking at this, I'm like, wow, dude, that guy's huge. And then when they do the way, and I'm like, oh, my God, he looks tiny compared to the other guy. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, he does. I mean, definitely is a good match here. And yeah, like I said, they go, they do their initial, like, fight for the title. And uh, I mean, he cracks some of his ribs. Um, Victor cracks some of Adonis's ribs, I should say. Oh, God, yeah, that and was... Oh, man, I mean, what do you think of those fight scenes? Like, there were some fight scenes there that were just... They were, like, that... Be- okay, so, uh, something you, you quickly realize, because I'm like, going in, I'm like, is the whole movie going to lead up to this epic fight? No, they fight, like, 20 minutes in. I'm like, oh, so he's going to get his ass kicked. And that's exactly what happened. He was served a hot slice of humble pie. Yeah, no, but... I mean, he had his ribs broken in which and... was brutal because they they point out he's like oh it looks like he cracked his ribs and then like the next like th- like punch that uh victor throws is straight back into the ribs and he punches on like a couple more times yeah so he didn't actually win the title because he adonis was on the ground and he punched him while he was down so he got disqualified so he didn't actually truly win the title so he wants to rematch again so he can like for sure you know get it at a you know with a real victory this time but you know obviously Adonis has to get back to health again, like start his life over essentially, and like just 
build yeah. himself back up. Yeah, and that's that's what it felt like. It seemed like at the beginning of I'm mean, at the beginning of Creed two, like Adonis feel it seems like he thinks like he's at the top of his like he's a top level competitor and he wins the title, obviously. But you know, I like how it kind of like that one loss, like just because it was such a big blow, because that's the son of the guy who killed his dad. And he knows that. I think they do a really good job in this movie of just like showing how much like he just kind of that kind of like how much mental damage it does to him, not just the physical damage of like the fight, but just like how mentally it breaks him down. And he has to build himself up mentally and physically in the movie, which I thought was really cool. And it sh- they, I think the movie really sh- excuse me the movie really shows like how big of a struggle that is for his character which was i thought was great Mm -hmm. yeah and that's one thing i enjoy about these movies not just these creed movies but rocky in general is it's not about the fight in the ring it's about the fight going on internally you know it's about believing in yourself and overcoming you know doubts that you have within so yeah that's just something that i just have always admired about these movies and they do a really good job with that in the first creed movie they show rocky you know teaching that lesson to adonis they're standing in front of a mirror and he's pointing at the mirror saying you see that guy right staring back at you that's your number one opponent right there and there's a lot of good moments like that in all these movies and it's been nice seeing rocky take up more of a father role in these later movies you know it's just you know he always had people by his side adrian included they're no longer with him anymore so it's nice to see him kind of passing the torch along to adonis and one thing we haven't touched on yet is you know he wants to fight victor and he goes to rocky for training and rocky says uh uh-uh, no i just i've been here before and i just i don't want any part of this it's not worth it you know don't fight him and he says you know if you if you are going to fight him i just i don't want any part of this and i get it i mean that's got to be really hard you watch one of your best friends die at the hands of somebody and there's a chance you could have prevented it i mean that weighs that weighs on you and if victor's anything like his father i'm sure rocky doesn't want to be responsible for you know what could happen to him if he ended up in the same position as his father did rocky would never be able to forgive himself for that yeah exactly that weighs on you a little bit i know and i do like how Rocky is like his father figure um, and I know they have that in the first one that I haven't seen for me seeing it I really like that and I love how he is just trying to protect him trying to be the sense of reason but he's just so angry that he's just letting his motions control his actions and it shows that that gets him into a lot of trouble when he gets beaten bad in the first in the first fight and you know what I I also kind of like that they make it stick like even after he got beat he's not he what didn't go back to rock he's like oh man you were right no he stays mad at him for a while and it kind of shows that he he isolates himself because he doesn't i'm trying to think of like how to explain it but he i mean like well this movie also takes place over the course of a year at least nine to 12 months and yeah you're right he they don't do the typical cliche movie thing where you get instantly forgiven like it takes time for the characters to heal and forgive one another which i like yeah so i kind of like that because too many movies kind of like rush to like oh yeah let's get i forgive you you were totally right but no it takes him a while to kind of get over himself and to get his head right before he lets rocky back into his life to help him train the movie did a really good job of showing the pain of all the characters yeah, and I thought, good job for... Uh, so I've never heard of Stephen Cable Jr. I'm not sure what he's done. I looked him up on IMDb, and I just was not familiar with any of his stuff. But I would say for his big, first big medium budget, this is he's done pretty good. I enjoyed watching him stuff overall. I Again, I still miss uh, Ryan Coogler from... 
Creed 1, Black Panther, I still miss him behind the camera, but I think for the most part, Stephen Cable Jr. did a pretty good job. Sylvester Stallone at one time was going to direct this and then ended up not for some reason. I'm not sure why. I guess he's a good director, especially with these movies himself. I'm not sure why. Maybe he's just getting up there in age and thought acting in front of the camera and being behind the camera is just getting to be too much. I have no idea. Clint Eastwood is still doing it. Yeah, I don't know. And that's, oh, that's something I was wondering, and maybe you know, but like looking at Sylvester Stallone, like I know he's old, but do they age him up in this movie or is that just what he looks like now? I think they're starting to age him up a little. I mean, I'm sure it is kind of what he looks like now, but I think they do age him a little bit in this. Okay, that's because I was looking at, I mean, maybe his, like, actor portfolio shots aren't super recent, but I'm like, like, I don't ever, don't remember him looking that old. So I starting to get up there a little bit. Still looks good for his age, though. I mean, I know he's, I think he's in his 60s. I think at least. Yeah, he was born, no, he was born 40s, 1946. So you do the math. No. (laughs) (laughs) But... Okay, so I was just curious, because he does look really old, and either I just thought that, no, he's not that old, but he he is. Yeah. I was just, yeah. I don't yeah, know. 72? Is that 72? Did I do my math right? Forgive me if I did the math wrong, but yeah, 72 right around there. Uh, I would say looks dang good for 72, though. I mean, yeah, cons- all things considered, definitely. But, you know, th- I think they did age him up a little bit in this because, you know, he was battling cancer before and that- that'll kick your butt. So they kind of wanted him to look more of an aging Rocky, but he still looks good for his age, I'd say. Yeah. So I enjoyed a lot of what was going on in between the fights in this movie. There's a lot of good moments with Bianca and Adonis. A lot of good, you know, relationship development between them going on. You see the Bianca character dive more into her scene career, which I enjoyed watching that. They have the really good, like Daniel was saying, real awkward um, proposal moment, which I thought that was a pretty funny scene. Oh, man. No, that was that was great. We won't we won't go too much into that because it's a funny scene. But you just see, like, his nerves and him trying to talk it out. But it's, oh, no, it's really good. You see more of uh, Adonis' mother as well in this one. Felicia Rashad returns to the role, and she's got a pretty decent part in this one. I enjoy watching her on screen. She's a good voice of reason for Adonis when he's not listening to Bianca or Rocky. You, they even bring back, um... What was it? It was, uh, well, anyway, Drago's wife, now ex-wife, oh. from the, uh... Rocky, Rocky Four? Four? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And, yeah, if anything, I think they tried to make her look younger. <laughs> Maybe. I don't even know. Like, they're, what they go into a little bit in their family dynamic. I mean, like, they were, I guess, married in Rocky Four. Kind of got after. Good. Oh, and it's just, like, after, uh, he loses to Rocky... I guess she leaves him with their child who never really knew his mother because she just abandoned both of them. Yeah, like, I don't know what her, what her deal is. Like, I, I guess I'm only... Because she stood by her husband in the first one, for the most part, from what I remember, like, stood by her husband, and now she's just... Now they kind of portray her as, like, uh, she kind of goes wherever the... Uh, it looks like where she goes where the money is. Yeah, I... I I guess I was not going to say money where it goes where the money is, but maybe the success goes. Success or power. She's with you through high and high, but not low. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, they show her like they show up at like some government dinner in Russia and she's with one of the politicians. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that kind of just makes me feel bad for Victor because he's well, you know, like during the the final fight, she's there at this like on the sidelines watching but as soon as spoiler alert he starts to lose to adonis they just get up and walk out (laughs) so i'm just i just thought that was 
just brutal. Not even like to start to lose, it just showed signs of losing. Yeah. Just showed signs. Yeah, we're not in spoilers yet, but yeah, it just showed signs of losing and she was up and gone. It's like, okay, wow. <laughs> just like, oh, so you just came to see if your son was going to be a winner and <laughs> when things weren't looking great, just got up and left. So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I just felt bad for Victor at that point because he just wants his mom. <laughs> yeah. So there's always a training montage in these movies. This time they go out to the desert. What did you think of that? I... I thought that was really awesome, actually. A good place to go train. I thought that was really cool. I mean, uh, my favorite part in that was, well, I guess having him hammer the ground over and over. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to question Rocky. He's a he's a worldwide champion. But I thought that was kind of funny. And I also thought it was... Why is it funny, though? Well, okay, not funny. It just, it was, I just like, because I don't know exactly the reasoning why they're having him hammer just dirt but i mean i guess training and conditioning is training and conditioning people just look at their phone all day and just use touch screens they need to work those muscles yeah well adonis definitely works those muscles before then (laughs) but and the the other thing that i really liked about that was um how they had him uh they put a tire in the middle of the boxing ring that they had set up and him and another fighter each put a foot in and they were they had to box just like right next to each other. They weren't allowed to like move around the ring. They just had to like box and try and, you know, knock each other out of the uh, tire. <laughs> Fighter has to be, you know, toe to toe with your opponent. Yeah, because they were, t- you know, because I mean, <clears throat> they were just trying to get him conditioned to that because he was getting cornered a lot in their first fight. I thought it was kind of cool they went out there though. So. Yeah, it's something different because we've seen Rocky, you know, train in the gym and, you know, do his running in Philadelphia. Yeah, he trains in Russia in the fourth one, so he's out there in the snow working hard and, yeah, doing things in nature like sawing wood as part of his workout and things like that. So it was just cool to, you know, something different. They went to the desert for, you know, like a month or two's time or however long it was. Good moments throughout, like when Rocky's driving the car and Adonis is running behind him. Actually, that was actually a really good scene is when he's just exhausted and collapses to the ground. He stops the car and just is watching him in the mirror. And you just hear Rocky saying, get up. Come on, kid, get up. And we just, you know, keep going, pandering back and forth between Adonis on the ground and Rocky. And then eventually we see him start to slowly get up and start running again. And it's a good moment there. Actually, um, this was when he was training by himself. I like those p- underwater pool scenes were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Li- that li- Lifting weights underwater, like, that should look pretty cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was really cool, too, because he does, like, he gets a some breath and he falls and like then he goes underwater and starts like doing punches and then would raise up take another breath and go back down and keep doing punches yeah he was even doing squat like squat uh, dumbbell squats with underwater that was pretty cool looking but yeah i gotta tell you one thing this, this movie made me want to uh hit the gym again it's been a little while uh but this, this movie made me like man working out sounds really good right now i kind of want to just go lift weights no it, it gave me shape it gave me the same feeling i'm like man if i worked really hard i could have a body like that yeah, and well, then I and then I thought, oh man, I'd have to work really hard. I should just work at least a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah. Well, and towards the end of his training too, when he's like in better shape, like you see him like just running as either behind her, in front of her, behind the car, but just running like crazy. And I'm like, I know you look like a freaking machine. Yeah, it's only like a ten minute consistent shot, but still, it's just like, oh my god, yeah, he looks like a machine just running. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish he was in that kind of shape. Yeah, <laughs> I might be skinny, but I'm not in that kind of shape by any means. No, no, I mean that it was. I mean, I guess that's what it was all about. It was a very inspirational movie. Um, as, as Rocky should be. As Rocky should be. You know, and yeah, like, I guess 
I didn't really think about that until you just said that, but that's how Rocky movies are. It's it's a boxing movie, but it's not about the fight. It's the personal growth in between the fights. Exactly. So, you know, and that's something that a lot of movies don't have. Like a lot of yeah, a lot of movies are just like schlock in the middle. Then there's action scenes to bookend it, so you stay interested. But you know what? I forgot that Rocky is like that. That it shows like the triumph of the human spirit. It shows like defeat and how you grow from defeat. And you know, and that's a, a message I think more than ever like people need to hear. And yeah. yeah, so you know, I really appreciate that. And I had forgotten that that was essentially what Rocky movies are about. Yeah. Why do we go into spoilers? I don't think there's gonna be too much more to talk about spoiler wise, but we'll go into spoilers and talk. there's just a few things towards the end i want to talk about so yeah if you haven't seen the movie yet hit pause and go check it out it's definitely worth checking out in theaters for sure good experience there uh hopefully you don't get a theater like we had we actually saw the movie together this weekend and hope you don't get people like talking like we had in our theater Ugh, i know yeah a little public service announcement out there especially to you grown-ups don't talk during the movie it is so annoying you're just uh, you just you bother everybody that's around you if you have to find lean into the person and whisper in their ear but do not talk out loud towards the screen so everybody can hear you and it's so annoying we all paid a ticket price to be there we're all there for the experience don't ruin it for us and rant over without further ado let's go into spoilers spoiler alert all right, so, yeah, I guess let's talk about uh, Adonis and Bianca a little bit. So, he proposes to her. Awkward, but funny. Actually, that issue was pretty funny. Because I don't remember her having hearing. I just I know, I just watched it like two weeks ago, and I do not remember having um, hearing trouble in the first movie. At least to the extent where she's got hearing aids. Because we show, like, right at the beginning, her putting some hearing aids on. Yeah. So, but yeah, she's got a hearing problem. And so they just made the proposal funny because she didn't have the hearing aids in. <laughs> I, I know that he's like pouring his heart out to her and she just turns around, didn't hear anything. And uh, he's, just, he's just holding the ring and she's just like, and just slams the door on him. Yeah, she says something like, are you serious? And then shuts the door. Or something. She's like, are you, are you serious right now? Because, yeah, anyway, they have their moment though. And yeah, he, he re-proposes and when she can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good. So, yeah, they decide, like, Rocky's not going to, you know, here in Philadelphia, Rocky's not going to help me train for this fight. So let's go to Los Angeles. Let's go, you know, we'll work out at my dad's gym with our, our old friends back, you know, Buddy and Tony back there. So they go to Los Angeles. I, I No, I guess that now they did run out of place of their own. Yeah. Yeah, they got their own place. Yeah, they got their own place. But yeah, there's that great uh, moment. I, I like that dinner scene with uh, Creed's mother. And she's like, they haven't told her about the fight yet, especially who he's going up against, the son of the great Drago. And finally she's like, so when are you going to tell me the news? And they're like, well, you know, like, well, and, she's like and then she goes on like, I can already see, you know, like, and she lists off all these symptoms of when a gal's pregnant. And they're like, wait, and like, to, to them, they're like, wait, what? I know, so that that was a great scene because like they're just like I'm not pregnant, and then she just looks at her, it's like mm-hmm, and then she's like because she th- I th- her I think they're uh, his mom thinks they're being coy, but they're just like oh my god, <laughs> and then they like the next scene it shows them uh, taking a pregnancy test, and I, I thought that was just like hilarious that she breaks the news to them. <laughs> she's like, let me hold it. Like what are you doing? No, let me hold it. And like I don't care if you peed on it. <laughs> I don't know. That was almost my. Yeah, uh, I'd say that might be. In, that was a funny moment. I probably top three of pregnancy tests um, moments I've seen. Uh, I didn't know you had a top. 
top five at least well i didn't know either till just now i just thought of it but yeah definitely you want to hear them real quick first one definitely is juno just all those scenes with the what's his name in the convenience store oh yeah like that ain't no etch sketch that's one doodle that can't be undid home skillet oh yeah <laughs> and then there's another good one in californication but yeah oh. won't go into detail Okay. Well, yeah, that that was a great scene. I thought that was really funny. I don't know. I just, I really liked their, how they showed their personal life. They don't show them getting married in the movie. No, I don't, I don't think they're ever married yet. I think they're just engaged for the long haul. I mean, you know, they found out shortly after they got engaged they were pregnant. So yeah. more things coming up than marriage at this point. But I'm sure they will eventually. Uh, yeah, I, one thing I liked, they showed her scene on stage. One, I just love that whole stage scene. Just that whole set just looked really cool that she was on. Like the floating lights behind her. Or at least they're supposed to look like they're like floating lights behind her. Yeah. That was really cool. Like, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I did. And oh, they have they have a sweet entrance for... Because all the entrance... Or the entrances for the fights it michael b jordan has like a cool hip-hop rap intro that you know gets the crowd hyped well for his fight in russia with drago they bianca is actually doing like a live like live singing like an intro song for him and it was that was really cool i liked the song that she was singing and i thought that was just like a really cool like scene it got me hyped up for the fight that they're walking into yeah i mean drago had his moment with all the fire and then she comes that was a cool surprise too because i thought it was gonna be similar to when he first fought drago just coming out to the rap music punching the air but that was a really cool surprise i enjoy her though like i really enjoy um what was it tessa thompson that plays her from thor ragnarok i really really enjoy her oh my god that was her from thor yeah that's her the valkyrie right valkyrie yeah wow i didn't even i didn't even recognize her from that yeah so those dreadlocks (laughs) but yeah no she's just very enjoyable she's just i don't know she just has a good screen presence about her like she's i don't know i don't want to say easy on the eyes but like she's just enjoyable to watch i don't know i just i enjoy watching her on screen yeah and both whether it be thor or these creed movies i think that's all i've seen her in but she's very enjoyable i i I like her let's see trying to think of any other parts that stood out um i'm trying to think here oh one one scene i want to talk about um before we close out here and do our grades is i really enjoyed the ending like it had a lot of heart throughout the movie but i really enjoyed the last part where adonis is at his father's grave talking to his father that was a really good moment there so one thing we we haven't mentioned is rocky hasn't talked to his son in quite a while his son i think they say in the first creed movie his son moves away to canada and so he moved away with his girlfriend to canada it sounds like they've settled down i don't know if they're married but they've at least had a child that rocky has never met so they've sent they've sent him photos but rocky has never picked up the phone it's been a while since rocky's talked to his son they kind of had a mini-ish falling out and finally you know there was kind of a good moment here this kind of reminded me of home alone with um kevin McAllister telling the old man in the snow shovel when you on the church scene like go talk to your son what do you got to lose? You know, go talk to your son. <laughs> it's just, you know, they kind of, you know, not quite like that, but their own kind of moment of like that to where Adonis, you know, gets through to Rocky, like, you know, just pick up the phone, talk and call him. Anyway, he ends up just going to, I think it's Kanda, to go see him and knocks on the door. The son answers, little grandson's right there. And it's just a really, really cute moment, I think. And it goes, back to you know, they kind of do back and forth between adonis at the grave and rocky talking to his son a little bit here and i thought that was just really well done that was a really good way to end the movie yeah no it did it did a nice job like it's it's super cute when uh adonis is there with 
talking to uh, talking to the grave like Rocky does to uh, Adrian's grave too. And then you know he's talking to his dad's gravestone, and he brings over uh, Bianca and uh, their new baby, and kind of just introduces the baby to his dad. Well, I think is this the first time he's ever been to the grave too? Is what I understood. That's what it seemed like to me. It sounded like that was it. So he's kind of yeah, introducing his whole family. Like this is fiance Bianca. This is our little baby. You know, like this is my family. It's a good moment, a good touching moment. Like you could tell both characters grew throughout the movie, and it, it was just good touching moments there at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I think good way to end the movie right there. You know, don't just end with like the final blow in the ring or something, or you know, like hand being raised, like you're the champ. Like this, this was a really good way I thought to end the movie. Yeah, I thought so too. It did. It did. It just kind of hits home and makes everything come full circle. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else um, to talk about. Uh, it's doing good, I think. Uh, made some decent money over the weekend. Five, over the five day weekend, you know, Wreck It Ralph was still champion, but Creed was a good what second place, I believe. I think so. Fifty six million over the five day weekend. I think that's that's I would say fairly good. I think it earned it. Yeah, definitely. 81% with critics and Rotten Tomatoes, 89% with audience. So, yeah, everyone seems to be liking it for the most part. All right, well, why don't we do grades here? I'm a little torn because I really enjoyed the movie, but I still felt like there was just something missing, and I don't know what it is. It's hard to explain. There's just something missing, and I don't know if it has something to do with a little bit of the directing style or something. Uh, you definitely could feel the um, Ryan Coogler's presence missing this time around, but still a solid movie. Uh, I mean, even if it was towards the bottom of the... Uh, Rocky list you know a, a bad Rocky movie is still a pretty good movie like a lot of people didn't seem to like the fifth one as much as the others but I still enjoy that one it still has a place in the Rocky saga for sure and yeah again a bad Rocky movie is not a bad movie in general uh, I say for this one though I'm gonna give it a B plus really good and you know over time maybe the more I see this it'll change into an A minus maybe even a solid A but for now I'm just gonna go with the B plus what about you and you know I for me I'm just going to give it a solid A because for someone who's not really interested in Rocky, I wasn't really interested in seeing this movie. I really, really enjoyed it a lot. And I think it does. Had to take you kicking and screaming to it. He did. He kind of. Kicking I, I was and res- screaming. I was resistant. <laughs> but once I was in there and in my seat, I was enjoying myself from start to finish. I loved the characters. Uh, made me want to go watch the first one because I liked this one so much. And you know what? As far as like a sequel goes, like added points just because I didn't feel like I was missing any information from the first one to be able to enjoy this one like everything i needed to know was still in there and you know what that's that's perfect it didn't really hold your hand through it but you knew what was going on with these characters solid stuff for sure and yeah if mgm wants to continue making these movies i'm all for it i love watching adonis and bianca on screen it's fun to see their characters grow and i'm just yeah i am curious to see what happens to them next and just rock in general is fun i mean he's just such a good character i mean he's got good heart you know even his old age he's still you know he's not in the ring anymore but he's still just so enjoyable to watch he still has his presence about him that i really enjoy and i'm curious to see what happens to him next as well as he tackles grandfatherhood yeah i think that just about wraps it up here any final thoughts anything no i think good job on the beer this week really good stuff thank you it's pretty good thanks everyone for taking the time and listening to us we really appreciate it we have so much fun just talking movies and glad there's people out there that want to hear us there's plenty of movies coming out the rest of uh this season so we'll definitely be back here next week with another one until then cheers cheers